Good evening. We are going to first review what we did last week, and I just I just mentioned that we had the good fortune to have Rabbi Yeti, and it really reiterated that what we're what we are doing working on Hakara Satayiv is so critical to being happy in life, and being happy. And, and uh, somebody called me up the other day. Uh, he said, "How am I doing?" And I said, "I'm having fun." So this was actually, you know, from people call me all the time. They ask me this question. They used to be saying that the people in the show, people in the, in the general area. So he's a secular guy, and he's like, like you know, not Amachad, really secular. So he says, well, Levine, I didn't know Orthodox Jews had fun." <laughs> I said, "That's why you have to hang out with me some more." Uh, but after that, I explained to him that there's a difference between. Well, ex- we gave him a whole lecture, really, what, what the Samachad is, happiness, Sasan is spurts of fun, and what really fun is, it really, um, if a person wants to be happy, and Hashem wants us to be happy in this world, um, Hakara Satayiv uh, is cru- crucial and critical. And the difference in having Hakara Satayiv and not is, it's a different galaxy. As mentioned, when a person is lacking Simcha, lacking happiness, they are paralyzed to a certain extent. Right? Which means they're stunted in their growth, they're stunted in their relationships. Um, so we discussed last week the, 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 the second reason why very often people are kafoytayv. People are, have ingratitude. Why they don't express their gratitude to others. To others. And what we said is as follows. That people sometimes are concerned to say the words thank you, even to articulate it, because if they do that, if they do that, the person will look at them, and they'll look at themselves as indebted to the per- that person. And certainly, people don't like to feel that they owe people anything. Right? We like to feel like nobody, owe, we don't owe anyone anything. And we discussed at length, and certainly when, it's, when, it's, when we don't want to feel, it's like particularly to certain authors, that there's a lot of ingest mother-in-law, father-in-law jokes this weekend, <laughs> right? But it's true. I, I mean, the, the few most critical cases that I dealt with in this were those type of cases where, and I gave the example last week of the individual when I was in Lakewood who was being supported by his in-laws on one hand, but on the other hand, the in-laws were abusive, right? Bossing him around, telling him what to do, being overbearing. Uh, I, I, I mentioned what Rabbi Rosenstein said, that there's, there's in-laws and outlaws, right? There are outlaws who ruin marriages, really ruin marriages. So this person was in a dilemma. Okay? And the dilemma was that uh, saying thank you would perhaps empower them to say, oh, you owe me even more. How could you do so and so and so and so? Right? And we, we all have this, not as usual as that, we all have this dilemma. If I say thank you to this person, if the person hurt my feelings, person snubbed me at some level, form, or, 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 or fashion, and now they did me a favor, like we almost don't want to take the favor. Because if I, this person does me a favor, after, after all, I don't like this person. I don't want to take it, and I, therefore, and sometimes we're forced to, and we don't want to say thank you. So as I mentioned last week, we have, that, this is the, this is, that's the most dramatic, drastic cases, even so, Hakara Satov is an obligation. Somebody benefits you in any form or fashion, we must say thank you. Right? It's not it's not a nice thing to do. 
And I, I give extreme cases of where you feel like you're empowering this individual. A person has to be an adult sometimes. And, you know, an adult does, you say thank you if somebody helps you, right? You're stranded somewhere, somebody helps you. It doesn't make a difference, you know, of something else. He helped you right now. You were stranded. He gave you a ride. Right? Somebody gave you advice. Somebody, you were sick and they visited you in the hospital. They did you a chesed. Right? On, on the contrary, on the Purim spirit, right, what do we do on Purim? Shalach Do you know what the most important people do with Shalach Manas, by the way, is? We're Mrs. Mrs. Ryan, we're going to help us put him. I hope you're. Yeah, not your friends, the other people. You should give your friends. But the most the important people, people are to give the people. I mean, most people are not giving to the enemies. They give to people they, they're estranged from, or they have. They, they, you know, that's the person you want to give number one. You know why? You're supposed to be causing a bond on, on Purim. We don't want to say bitter enemies then. You should give it to a person who, ah, if you give it to maybe you're opening yourself up. And maybe they won't call me friends. Let's, I won't even pick the drastic. We have to do the right thing. That's the bottom line here. Right? It doesn't make a difference. If I give someone... Of course you want them to become your friends. You're, you're right. right? Uh, what's, your, what's your new name going to be, by the way? Mm-hmm. Somewhere Maryland. I have to get the new name. You can go with Miriam. 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 So Mary, Miriam says, of course you want them to be your friends. Mm-hmm. Right? And of course you want them to be your friends. But just want... Let's say... I, I, I mentioned the drastic cases because... I don't want people disappointed. Sometimes we, we we put ourselves on the line. Okay, we put ourselves on the line. It's not easy. It takes strength of character to do that. Right? And not always is it required. Sometimes it is. Sometimes that shalachmanis causes that warmness. Sometimes asking a person for forgiveness and kipper or going and saying thank you to the person who you really have good reasons to be upset at sometimes. Good reasons! You know, they, they were rude, they were unkind, they were callous, they were insensitive, and they happened to have done your favor. And you say, thank you. That's greatness. That's how a person is, it, 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 you know, works on themselves. Right? That's how a person becomes a, 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 a refined individual. When a person does it, most cases, however, are not that drastic. It's just we don't like to be indebted to people. And that's the reason why some people don't say thank you, or acknowledge thank you. But great, great people will thank people for years to come. The appreciation is for years to come. I gave so many stories a few months ago. I spoke about Akara Satov. I don't want to give all the stories again. About great people who many years later, who many, many years later, had such gratitude for small things. And they, they, didn't, they didn't leave it. Can you imagine, by the way, those are small things, well, how much gratitude we owe our parents? Can you imagine? How much gratitude we owe our in-laws? How much gratitude... We owe our, 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 our teachers. Right? Many of us, uh, you know, are out of high school. And if you're a person that's fortunate to have a good teacher, you know, certainly a role model, or Rebbeim, right? Rashi Yeshiva. I don't think anyone heard Rashi Yeshiva. But Rebbeim, right? Moras, they impacted us. It doesn't make a difference it's 30 years later. Right? I mean, that we should have a feeling of this person made a positive impact. This person affected me positively. And Abi said to start to say thank you. Then we said, of course, the most difficult people to say thank you and to really, really appreciate are the people we are closest to. And the reason it's the most difficult is because we take them the most for granted. How sad it is, we pointed out. Here we have the closest relationships. Husband and wife. 
parent and child, siblings, right? And in that relationship, we don't even express thank you. We don't re- articulate it because we take it for granted. We don't sit there, we don't stop and smell the coffee. Right? We, uh, I, I mentioned last week. Could you imagine? You walked into dinner. Make sure you listen. To, make sure your husband's heard this. I hope last week. You walk. You, you walk into dinner. Right? You walk into dinner, and your table set perfectly, and your favorite chicken, just the way you like it, not the duck sauce chicken, not the barbecue chicken, but the garlic chicken, and the potatoes are roasted just the way you like it, and there's green beans, and you love green beans, and the person had just in mind for you. Wouldn't you be appreciative? There's lemonade on the table. You love lemonade. And there's three ice cubes just the way you like it. And you walk in there and it's all there for you. What you if someone did this all for you, wouldn't you say thank you? And you can find husbands who walk in. The wife has all of the dinner in mind this, for this person. And it barely registers. <laughs> That's ingratitude. That's ingratitude. And you have husbands who, who change around the whole day and they have pressures in work and you know they come home spend time with their wife and the wife doesn't really appreciate first thing she does is she complains here the guy ran ahead and changed the whole day and the first thing he gets is complain no thanks for trying working out the whole day to make me make time for me right to do this first thing is a complaint that's ingratitude it goes both ways you know why it is it's because we expect it we expect it he owes me she owes me this is part of marriage right no thank you parents and children of course you're going to buy me Hanukkah gifts of course you're going to get me a stroller when my baby's born of course you're going to pay for my college what kind of parent doesn't pay for college only $44,000 a year right after taxes right right of course isn't it a portion you're going to fly me in for Pesach right isn't that, isn't that understood I mean uh, and to say thank you, I'm doing you a favor. I'm coming to your house for Pesach. <laughs> you know, I am coming to your. I mean, how kind of me. Do you know that I had to fly in a plane to come to your house? Of course, Pesach costs even in parts. You know, it's very cheap. Pesach only costs per person about eight hundred dollars a person. <laughs> but of course, I'm doing you a favor by coming. And the house isn't clean. You didn't clean my room before I came. How chutzpah! How chutzpah! Right. And a parent or a child, of course my kid will be my slave. Right? My kids sitting down and do homework, but I need my kids who will get that book. Book! Get the book! Book, in the middle, is doing his own personal homework. Right? Has his own life, his own little concerns. Keep it at the end. Has to do it. Biblical, we just will purchase your story. Of course, Book has to get the book. He gets the book, okay? Oh, Book! You go throw out the garbage now. No, thank you. No, it's so nice of you. No, appreciate it. Of course, Baruch is my slave. I'm mean, my kid, right? I mean, where's the... A kid doesn't deserve appreciation. Right? A kid doesn't deserve appreciation. I, 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 I shudder because there are parents who imagine that Kibbut Aviyah means that kids are slaves. I think that if a kid... I, I've been fortunate to be around very fine homes. But I have been fortunate, unfortunately, around very dysfunctional homes. And you see so many times where parents treat the children... I can use my if I use language like garbage. Like, they think that because there's a bit of them, there's no such thing as thank you. Please, talking gently, <laughs> respectfully, 
When you talk to a stranger on the street, the way some of these parents talk to their children, don't get it out! Right? You're late! Like, the kid's a 12 year old kid, you, you torture the kid. You wouldn't talk to us. Here's the kid you love. Hey, you brought him into the world. And you're talking to him like a, like a garbage man. Nothing against garbage people, by the way. I, I don't understand that. I mean, like, like some stranger. Like, you wouldn't talk to, to anyone that way. And to the kid you love. You know why? It's not because you don't love the kid. It's because you expect it. There's no car satayv. And uh, uh, there's also no covered. It's a different side, subject. Not for now. The, the most, and what Revolva says is that it breaks and damages and hampers relationships. Right? I, I think about. Let's go back to the dinner. If your husband asks you to make that that garlic chicken just the way he likes it, and the potatoes, the lemonade, three ice cubes, string beans. I hope no one's getting hungry. Right? I said this. I'm getting hungry. Right? Yeah, the, the string beans. Imagine the following scene. Your husband says, you know. Honey, or whatever he calls sweetie, whatever it is. Right? Right? Darling, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Smith, some houses, Robinson, whatever it may be. You are the best. I appreciate it. I, I, the potatoes were delicious. The chicken was fantastic. I'm so lucky. Thank you so much. You really, really made my supper. How can I thank you? Now, wouldn't I want to make you do it again? And not what I want to make you do it again. Wouldn't it want you to get closer to such a person? Wouldn't that bond you to such a person? Right? Your husband comes home after a tough day of work and he ran home and he skipped this and he didn't eat dinner and he's sitting down with you. Right? And he says, thank you so much for putting the time. I really appreciate it. I missed you. You know, I really love spending time with you. And as I mentioned, you put on your, 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 uh, a shaitel and a little makeup for him and you say, thank you so much. Right? Doesn't that make the husband want to do this again? Right? Isn't that incentivizing it? Isn't that creating a bond as opposed to not appreciating his own fact that he didn't eat the whole day, he didn't eat lunch, right? He got screamed at who knows what or happened. Right? What doesn't that incentivize it? And isn't that appreciating his efforts and his and his thing? But we don't do that very often. Right? That same child who's obligated, yes, he's obligated to, or she's obligated, keep it VM, you know, keep it VM, honor thy father and mother. Parents are very mocked on that. They should be, by the way. But wouldn't a child be much more happy doing things if after saying nicely, Baruch, please get so and so, thank you, you're such a great child, you're such a great son, I love you for what you do, as opposed to treating the child like nobody else treats him in the world. Right? Hey, not only, by the way, with the kids ch- of children, you're teaching them for their future. You're, you're, edu- you're giving them an education for life. Hey, you're implanting them fine, refined character traits. And the danger and, and the problem is, is that with family members, right, it's very often taken for granted. So I meant to mention last week, and I hope people are getting working on this, that uh, at least one of the chasadim we do, the thank yous, the hakaras atayas, the expressions of gratitude should be to a family member or to somebody you have a very close tie with. Okay? Somebody you take for granted, usually. Right? Somebody take for granted. I, you know, I mentioned even even a boss. Oh, a boss gives you a job. A job is... If you talk to people, if you get a job they like, 
Right? You give a car to tell you. Even though you learn to take the job for granted. Most people, in the beginning, they get a job. Right? If they're desperate for a job, they'll, how high will they jump? I, I know somebody dyed his hair, he's doing resumes. I'm like, a guy, I mean, I don't ask. Right? Like, right? I mean, a guy, I mean, for a job. Here someone gives you a job. But it, it, it doesn't come easy because you're used to the boss. That's what we discussed last week. Says Revolba. Certainly, we talk about Bikurim bring the first fruits to Jerusalem in the time of the temple. And we do, uh, we, we, what do we say? The first, the first of the pasuk is that I am not a person uh, who's an ingrate. The says, says in the name of Rabbi Shum Baruchai. Who's his Rabbi? Okay, make sure everyone was listening last night. As Oilamo, the, the time God created the world, Lohaya Adam, there's not an individual, Shahidullah Kadish Barakul that said, Thank you, Hashem. At Shabbosalea, until Leah came, the Hadaso Shemahapam, Aidas Hashem. Now I will thank Hashem. When did she say that? When Yehuda was born. Rashi, the Fishurasa Bruch Kacho. Uh, she saw with her divine inspiration. She Yaakov Ma'amid Shnei Masashvatim. Yaakov would have twelve tribes. And they were in Amechad. Veloy Arba Anashim. And they were, and they, and they, and they four wives. Four wives, twelve tribes. Kevan Shial the Ben Avi. Who she, she, she had a grand slam. Right? She number four. Right? When she had the Ben Avi, Haydal Chazar, she knew she had at least got more than her per- portion. Yosem and Chazbar Megila. She called Yehuda because she had more than her portion. Yeah. First of all, I find it very difficult to believe, I mean, to understand how nobody said thank you before. But didn't Hevel bring a gift to Hashem? Isn't bringing someone a gift saying thank you? I missed my daughter four years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I spoke I'm all about this. Very retarded about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Delayed. Delayed. So. And you didn't hear it in Boston? <laughs> yeah, so it's... It's it, carries, but it's... Uh, yeah. Right, it didn't go that far. It's a good question. I have a whole, uh, a whole approach to that, yeah. I mean, what exactly... It's, it's not now, but what exactly Leah did that no one else... Because, oh, okay. of course... You tell me that Avram, Yitzchak, Sar, Rivka never had a karas. So Noah offers korbans after he gets comes out of the table. Never had a karas. Adam, Nizmar, Shilom, Shabbos. You know who said that the first time? Adam, right? So there, of course, there are people who had expressions of a karas. What this Gemara means? Long discussion. When a person gets something, they cannot be an ingrate. Gamala Paris, you get fruits. Now, I, I, let's think for a second, by the way. I, honestly, last night, the dinner was not for free. Oh, $150, whatever it was. Right? We think, when we pay for something in life, I imagine this, we, we it comes to me. Now, of course, by the way, if you do buy something, you, you do expect it. That's for sure true. For sure true. But even so, when you do get it, 
have to appreciate that you got it. And that's the key. Here. I'll give you an example. Baruch Hashem worked out, but Rabbi Rieti was supposed to fly Friday. <laughs> I could have organized for him to come, and he may not have been here for Shabbos because there was something called Nemo or some Nor'easter that, had, that could have. I heard it, I heard it clobbered Boston, right? Uh, so I can pay for a dinner. There were two people last night who were sick. Right? They paid for a dinner. They didn't come. They were sick. Hey, you pay for dinner. Uh, you, you could make the efforts. So we very often, when we talk about Bikur and bring the first fruits, a person, the first fruits, I, no one gets fruit without labor, without sweat, without tears, without waking up, back-breaking work. So what's the typical reaction? I did it. My effort. My time. Right? Uh, Right? So the first thing is, is if a person gets more than a person, right? a person who gets ever gets more, right, has to always say thank you. This is the halacha of our There are four people who are obligation to thank Hashem. Who are these four people? You're the young person who travels the seas. Whole, and, and comes out okay. In those days, the seas, were, of course, were, were extraordinarily dangerous. There, even, I think today, even there's a cruise liner, a carnival cruise liner, that got yeah, there. Four thousand people got stuck in a, in a cruise without water, with all kinds of crazy things. They the bathrooms. I can imagine four thousand people. Yarde uh, hayam. In those days, we don't like that here. They can be rescued. You can get, you can get capsized. There were pirates. Right. You got lost. They didn't have GPSs on those boats. Right? You can end up in Gilligan's Island. Who knows what could happen to you? Right? You're the Hayam. Uh, you heard of Gilligan's Island? Yes. It's a good question. Right. That doesn't sound so bad. You're the Hayam. Hulchem in the Right? People traveling in the deserts. The deserts were also, if you got lost in the deserts, there wasn't uh, water fountains there to help you out. A person who's ill and gets better. Ooh, I can tell you somebody's ill and gets better. Wow. You should have them. If you're in a jail, and again, the jail in those days was not a California state penitentiary. The jails were pits. They were dark. There's no showers. They didn't feed you three solid meals a day. They physically abused you very often. A person who gets out, all these things. Yorde Ayam. So, where do we learn out? Yorde Ayam. Minal Nechsev. Yorde Ambani Hashem. Hema Ro Umas Hashem. They see Hashem. V'yomer V'yomer Ruach Saara Yalu Shemaim Yorde Toimus. V'yomer Yachugu V'yanu Keshikar. V'yomer Yitzaku Al Hashem. Botzulam Emetzukosim Yotzim. V'yomer Yikayim Saara Ledmaro. V'yomer Yismuchu Kishtaiku V'yomer Yod Hashem. So, actually, I'm going to skip this. He goes through all of the verses where you learn all of these things out. Right, and in fact, uh, in the time of the base of Mikdash, you would have to bring a korban. What was the korban called? Korban Toda, right? Thanksgiving offering. So we today do Hagaymel. We do we do Hagaymel. Um, we 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 do Hagaymel. Uh, Hagaymel. A person would be obligated to do this in order to say uh, to, to say thank you in any um, of these situations. So the ultimate Kellum, the great student of the Rebbe uh, uh, says, I run Kama Anashem. You can see people Shayu Choylam al Aristavadis in the sick beds. Hashem Devaro, they get cured. 
they were, they were sick, they, they get cured. They, 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 they were trying to have a baby, they get a baby, whatever it may be. But on the heights of Tilly should be, on the contrary, when they get this, right, they should be jumping for joy, the happiest as they could be. Well, the hate of Jarkam, right, when we see the opposite, right, uh, after they, uh, after, uh, they're, they're cured, they go right back to their lifestyle and change them. They don't, they're not thankful. They're not appreciative. They're not, you know, they go right back to it. Comment circle Zarbazar. But not even to get worse, it to people, the first second that things go, get better, they go right to the shtus, right to the, the, the silly things. And they get, they get healthy and they go to Hawaii, you know, to Vegas, right? Uh, to, <laughs> instead of going to Jerusalem, going to the castle saying, thank you, Hashem. Right? Oh, I'm, I'm better now. Let me go go to Vegas. They're not going to the cold, the cold in Las Vegas either. Right? <laughs> They're going to the other side of Las Vegas. So, I mean, it's a remarkable thing. Right? They, 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 there's a complete loss of perspective. We have to stop in our own lives and say, what are we getting? So he says a person should always see, it says that we get more than we deserve in life. Whenever we get more than we deserve, we should say thank you to Hashem. I'm going to give you a, two things. Share something. Even this is not a high level. It's, I think it's a it's a simple level. I'll tell you. Last night, okay, you you do a dinner. And I was one of the participants in, in planning this. Something's clearly I, it was on my head. And you're involved in this type of thing. I mean, there's so many things that can go. I mentioned just one of the Rietti. <laughs> that could have if he wouldn't have come. He was the featured speaker on every invitation. His name was on it, and certainly he was an addition to the great addition to the whole weekend and to the dinner. I mean, if he didn't come. Right, that would have been a tragedy, but he could have easily, it could have easily something could have happened, right? Right? Um, there were multiple speakers up there. Somebody could have said something incredibly unintelligent. The food could have had a problem. Right? The the hall could have had a problem. Right? Somebody could have got hurt on the way there. Somebody could have fainted there and got hurt. There's so many things. At the end of the day, I said, thank you, Asham. I mean, you realize, I, 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 now I'm just thinking my, I'm just doing my own little part or part of the shawl. But there's so many things that could happen. Right? Aren't I, who was at that dinner, who was involved in it, to thank Hashem that it worked, worked out? Right? Isn't, isn't that the right thing to do? I mean, how could I, you know, you, 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 you make efforts, you dominate Hashem, shouldn't I have been saying thank you, Hashem? Right, it, it, right away! I don't if I remember, right, right away, Baruch Hashem, it was, you know, <laughs> You know, it was, it was it was a great dinner. Baruch Hashem. I that I mean that to me that was simple. Uh, simple. Not only because of knowing things could have went wrong, even if it was the chance or not. But Baruch Hashem. Thank God. We all have things every day of our lives. I want to tell you, for people, I've seen this idea by great tzaddikim. It's such a good thing if you do it. You know, I mentioned thanking you to human beings. Now I'm going to thank Hashem. I don't think he brings this. I haven't seen him say this, but I really hold this Eitsa, this piece of advice. It was worth waking up this morning to hear this. Worth waking up for many reasons, but to hear this, it is such a brilliant idea that these Sadi can do. It's so fantastic. We all owe Hashem so much every day. Right? And I mentioned, if we would really appreciate Hashem and appreciate the gifts Hashem gives us, when we say our bracha, Rabbi 
Al If anyone ever listens to this on the CD or MP3, you can't tell me. Uh, I've had, had people listen. Oh, it has to be live. It has to be live. So, it, meaning, if someone would hear me on the phone, they can say I'm main. Because they're hearing me live. But they're going to listen to me. They, they would do it taped. I've been in rooms where people, like in the Chavitz Chaim Heritage Foundation, I mean, friends, like saying Shahakal, on Tishabal, I'm in. Like, people in the room saying I'm in. It's the guy who's filmed four, four, the Rav was filmed four weeks beforehand. Right? You're not saying I'm in to any bracha. It's not a live bracha. So, I mentioned that because I don't want to say anyone say I'm in. A bracha. Hashem. A tea on, uh, my, my voice is hurting me. Fantastic dinner. I, you see, I see a beautiful say, Aiser, Maiser, Breshi, Sink, Shmona, Ezrei. Hey, if we have a car, just today I had a very serious conversation with somebody, um, you know, over lunch, we're talking about davening. And this person struggles with davening. Um, There, this person has, if, if a person has a concept of gratitude to Hashem, it, it appreciates the appreciation of davening so much more. Because when you, remember, remember I just mentioned before, your husband, if you be a, 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 don't, don't hold him accountable, unless you're at the same level, I said. Uh, uh, if you be a, a person who has a when he get that dinner with those potatoes, that garlic chicken, string beans, okay, he'd be, Rebbitson, wife, honey, sweetie, my darling, you're the best. I appreciate you. You were so kind. You were so considerate. This must have taken you two hours, and you made it all for me. And you must have. You, it means for two hours, you were focusing on our dinner. You could have just bought that frozen pizza. Even though frozen pizza is good sometimes. Only if it comes from Paris, right? You could put. You could you could have brought some frozen. Figure it out if you listen to the tape. Somebody who's not from San Jose listen to the tape. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Well, they don't know where to come when they visit, right? So you you could have brought frozen pizza for me, but you made me my garlic chicken. And you even bought it at Paris. It's our car. You guys so excited. I mean, you really think about it. The, the husband can't, can't, when your husband comes home early and helps for Shabbos and clears his schedule and buys flowers, don't hold him accountable, please. Right? Right? And you stop and think about that. Or he calls you in the middle of the day. He wasn't supposed to call you. He says, How are you doing? How is this going? Right? And you say, You know, you're great. You know how busy you are. I really appreciate you calling. Right? And you want to express, that's how we really should, that's, that's normal, by the way. That's healthy gratitude. If people who are appreciative of their spouses, you stop at Hashem. It's like you, you don't even, you don't need to, to ex- you want to express Hakarsatov. Right? You, you want to articulate that gratitude. Right? If, if you, you just can't say, no, right? here you have your, uh, your best, your sister, your best friend comes to your birthday, and he came with great effort. You, 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 you want to say thank you, right? It's, <laughs> and she came. It's so meaningful that your sister came for your birthday, right? And you know that it took a lot. It, it, was, it was expensive. It costs money. It, 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 she has a family, and she made the effort. Right? And you don't you don't have to be convinced to say thank you. It's it, it's natural, hopefully, and hopefully it's 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 thick, you know. You, you, you pile it on. You know, 
you say you say something appreciative, right? You are a great sister. I really, and if you really want to, I know it was not easy for you, and you came from far, and you, you know, v'chulei. So if we stop and say, Hashem, look what He gave me. Like, won't we be? We we'll need to be motivated. We're just saying thank you, Hashem. You gave me so much. So thank you so much, Hashem. I mean, how much will that motivate our tefillah? How that, will that motivate our da'am? Thank you, Hashem. You give me so much. I mean, wouldn't that propel us to higher levels? So I want an idea I saw. It's such a gavaldic idea. When you say maidim, when you get to maidim every day in Shemona right? Before you say maidim, some say three, some say five. Three things got there for you that day. I asked, and I asked for myself, did we think about what Hashem gave us today? At all? Any, any of us? Can any, don't answer, please. Right? I, honestly, it's, it's now 8.40 Pacific Standard Time. Okay? I, if you woke up late, you woke up at, I don't know, I'll assume 8 o'clock is late. Okay? Most of us woke up, I woke up before, way before 6. Right? <laughs> okay? How many of us, I, I, don't answer for this ourselves, in over 12 hours of the whole entire day of thinking and breathing and talking and walking eating and, and speaking to people thought about Hashem and something that Hashem gave us for a moment how many of us for one moment here we are from you growing people who are at a class on a Monday night right great people how many thought about one thing that Hashem gave us a whole day even when we said brachas most of us didn't really didn't think we did it ritually that's ritually, we just said the bracha. Habitually. Ritually. Right? To be really stop and say, thank you, Hashem. This is fantastic. I really owe you. Another I owe you, I really appreciate it. I have gratitude. How many of us? And then we wonder why we feel disconnected to Hashem. Why we don't, why don't we're boy. We have a whole day. I, I guarantee you, if you, if I would give anyone a sign right now, to go in separate corners. You, if you really would think about it, you would, but till the morning you can write just what you did today. How many chasadim? Hashem gave us, but we didn't think for one, one, for one moment, most of us. I'm not, we're normal. That's what most people would like. <laughs> right. So, when we say Moedim, before you say Moedim, believe another, think about three to five things. we we'll pick five I, I, It shouldn't even be a hard thing. Shachas would be the hardest because you just woke up. But if you, right? That in of itself is worth saying. Thank you. There you go. Uh, you just took, you took the words out of my mouth. No, it's all it's right. All you you, you wake up. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. There we all go. Good. Uh, there we go. Right? Yeah. Hashem is water in my house. I thank you. And I've had you know, this, this power. It's such a light. I got my eyes opened. I fresh clothes. I mean, go. You start let's You start before you say money. Then we have much more things to be grateful for. Right. Most people, you know, they, they, a car almost, almost says that the, the highway was... That's my thought. I say, thank you. When I get off the highway, I say I verbalize it. Because it's such a terror, right. terror. Good. Yeah, Good. But whatever. But, but that's fantastic. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like a good way to be able to say thank you and appreciate everything that Shem gives us is by experiencing that lack at some point in time. True, but that's that. You know, it's it's. Uh, you're absolutely correct. It's much easier to 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 feel that way. That's for hundred percent correct. But here's the thing, right? We we just mentioned that people get sick and they they, they don't appreciate it. Uh, has anyone ever had the flu in this table ever? Oh yeah. Anyone never had the flu? So so you've had the flu. 
you've had that lack. You, she needs to be rem- something. Do you need to be reminded of every every three months to to feel? No, you shouldn't need to be reminded. Of, we don't want the flu every three months or more. But oh, I don't have the flu. We should appreciate our health. Right? Well, most people don't appreciate their good health till they're in not good health. Yet. Absolutely. Be drastic you know why? Do you know why? Because they don't think about it. Exactly. That's right. So it's for sure true. But I will tell you, even though we've had the flu, and we've we've we've, we've had a sprained ankle, or people have had you know difficult relationships, and they're now gone, and the things are good. We don't think about it, and, and they don't, therefore we don't appreciate it. Okay. Right? It's, so it's the thinking about. It. So what? By, if you think by modem, you could actually visualize what it means to lack and how grateful you are. It's a question of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Right? Great people, you have it once, you can visualize it the rest of your life. Right? Great people can visualize it the rest of their life, and even if not, you can imagine what it's like. Yeah. But we know that other people go through terrible things. It's, it's, we don't have to experience this. Right, and that's also, I was going to get to that next. You, you can know. live vicariously. Absolutely. You can definitely, you can live vicariously. I, I live vicariously. I, I unfortunately, I see the greats sure. and I see the terrible things. I, I can tell you the marriages I've, that even though I don't see, I, my mother-in-law, who is, you know, an expert, she's told me cases, that my, I, I shudder. I mean, I, Rabbi Riyadi, my wife and myself, we had a conversation for two hours Saturday night, we were just talking about Chinuch stories. You know, we all have backgrounds in Chinuch. I mean, he was saying, we was, I mean, you can shudder. I mean, you can shudder. You can, uh, you can be, te- right? So, you don't need to live, to, uh, on the contrary, the, the best way is to live vicariously. I, yes, me. I, to appreciate it. Like, thank God, you know, I can walk. This person has, they can't walk. I, you know, I can appreciate it. I can see. I can, I have this. You know, I mean, to me, but even living vicariously or living with your own memories or, it takes thought. And the only way it's thought, I just said the whole day, most of us gave minimal thought about Hashem. Minimal thought. Right? Minimal thought. And again, as I said a couple of weeks ago, most of us, our relationship to Hashem is when, we're, when we want something. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Maybe marriage, health, parnasa, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Right? That's how we dive with Hashem. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Like that. I, does that create any normal relationship? So, our, and when we don't get, we're upset. Wow, Hashem, why did you give me this? We don't say thank you. Well, give me, give me, give me. We don't get, we say, we're upset. Right, so that affects the whole thing. So, I, I just suggestion I'm going to give tonight. I, I strongly suggest people try this. You know, before you say moidim, you know, most ladies, I, I would say quite frankly, certainly if you don't have little babies in the house, one should be dominating. At least one Shmonastri a day. Some say even two. Alright. And if you're righteous, you can even go for three. But that's already very uncommon. But certainly, the goal should be at least Shachras. Okay. The Davin Tarshem Shmonastri. Preferably two. According to some place, a person that woman will be Shachras Emencha. Okay. You say Maidim. If you, if everyone every day would stop by Maidim, I promise you, you would change your lives. <laughs> It would change your whole relationship to Hashem if every day before you bow down, you stop by Modem and think, what do I have to thank Hashem about today? Even in the difficult days, even when you have that flu, that you have so much to be thankful for, it will change your lives. It will change your relationship to Hashem. Because you know why? We'll be thinking about the balanced chassadim that we have. Change Hashem and Esrei. Hey, in fact, if you're really going to do it, you may even think during the day, oh, you have to say more than what I'm going to think about. What, what, yeah, what am I saying thank you for? I, 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 thank you, Hashem. 
What are you thanking Hashem for? And when you bow down at that moment, it will be a different bowing. bowing. I remember my friend, maybe he got, got, got engaged to a very prominent Rosh Hashiva's daughter. Very, granddaughter, actually. Very, very. One of the biggest Rosh Hashivas in, 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 in America. So one of the Rebbeim of Yeshivas, it was a millionaire stroll, said, every time you said Maidib, you should realize how, much, <laughs> how lucky you are. Yeah, whatever. You can take it or leave. But he's right. I mean, if you, if you, if you say Maidib, then he married a good girl. Period. Who, you know, right? You know, Maidib. Maidib. Thank Hashem. We had a, if we were saying Maidib, if we were, we couldn't stop articulating how, how much it is. Right? We could stop articulating how, how, how great it falls. You know, the Chayvis Lodavis, the ethics of our heart, the duties of our heart, has a remarkable part. Uh, he says the following thing. He says that, imagine the following story. If you had a guy, he had been thrown into a pit as a young kid, and every day he was given a, a drop to eat. And he was unkempt, and he was foul. And somebody comes by the pit, a stranger, and he takes him out clothes him, feeds him, teaches him, educates him, marries him off, gives him a house. What would you say? How do you feel about such a person who took you out of that pet? What do you think? Grateful. Grateful. I mean, I think you were living in this pet for years. Every day trying to get out, stuck there, being fed nothing. Right? Be, he said, the says, imagine God brings you to the world. You, you, God owes you, uh, us nothing. He gives us life. He gives us sight. He gives us hearing. He gives us a heart. He gives us a lot. gives us, you know, puts us in situations where we're And how grateful to, to God. So you know why we're not grateful? Because we don't think about it. This person we're forced to think about. Because we see it in our eyes. He's got me out of the pit. He fed me. But God, unless you think about it, you're not going to be grateful. Right? It's, it's un- unconscionable that Torah Jews should go through days not thanking Hashem. And, and I'm not talking about ritually thanking. Consciously. <laughs> Consciously, right? Thinking about it. Appreciating and personalizing it on top of it. Personalizing that thank you. You know, I remember my wife, she trained me well. Like, I first got married. Don't call me on this. But, hey, hey I know, I know, I know. That's a good lesson. So I say thank you. She said, what are thank you for? She's fortunately very sweet. Like, specifics, you know, for what, Right? Like, thank you, a general thank you. Right? If I went to many, did a great job last night. Great job, unbelievable. Many, great job. It's different than this. Many, I the chicken was delicious. The lamb, I don't eat lamb, but it looked great. <laughs> right? You know, the jelly beans, all, so, what a, a nice idea. And the desserts, three kinds of desserts, fantastic. Right? The, the decor was beautiful. Right? I loved the idea of the menus being like that. Right? Um, what do you think is nicer? Many great job or doing the second thing? What do you think? I think telling him all the details of what you appreciated, it, first of all, it, it means that you're actually paying attention. It allows you to appreciate it. Right? And it causes a much better feeling. It means that all of his efforts right, were appreciated. Right? It, if it... it, it, it when we love Hashem, we just personalize it. Right? We have to think, okay, Hashem, you gave me this. Thank you, Hashem. Do a little more.
another time. That just I wanna. That's our our, our major of uh, our major thing for the week is Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. I love you, Hashem, because Hashem loves us. If we can't appreciate Hashem's love for us, that's a tragedy. And we won't appreciate Hashem's love for us if we don't sit and think. There are children who think their parents don't love them. The parents give them everything. You know why I don't think? You know why I think the only thing the parents love them? Because they don't appreciate what the parents give them. It's as simple as that. <laughs> if you don't appreciate it, you won't feel the love. If you don't appreciate it, if the husband gets that dinner and the wife puts on the makeup and the shaitel and the nice dress, right, and she ties up the house because the house was a mess before he came, and the husband doesn't appreciate it, right, he won't feel the love. <laughs> and the love could be hanging thick in the air. But if you don't stop and smell the coffee or the, or the garlic chicken, right, or the roses, uh, or the roses right, you're not going to appreciate it. Right? If you take it for granted, if it's unappreciated, it won't cause that love. And you know, it, the love could be there. Right? It takes stopping and thinking about it. It takes, you know, the Elyalapian, Hafla of a fella. Unbelievable. He would stop at a Shabbos table every Friday and look around to look what he can thank his wife for. You know, Nick's to make a Shabbos. Any ladies make Shabbos before? Uh, does, does it happen magically? Is there a secret to do it? Like, voila! You know, it's a huge effort. I mean, it's a huge effort. A huge effort. Right? Stop and think, yo. How much did this... I, I, the child will think, stop and think what a parent does. I, I, and quite frankly, you know, husbands are less demanding of thank yous than wives. Wives inherently need it. This is, this is physiological. Women need a thank you more than men. They feed more. Many covered, many respect. Okay, this is a chasen shmuz, right? If you want to make a man happy, you give him respect. This is everyone's love a combination of both, but men inherently want some level of respect, certainly from their wives, <laughs> certainly from their right wives. Right? A man needs for his own self to feel respect. Women need to feel loved and appreciated. That's a generalization. That's the basic rudimentaries of how humans function. So. Men don't demand thank yous like women do. And therefore, they don't get it as much. <laughs> but, and that's a negative. You know why? Because if you don't express thank you to your husband, you're not creating that relationship as much. You're not bonding as much as you could be. Because he's not going to demand it as much. Now, certainly he'll demand this covenant. I'm the man of the house. There's a truism to that. Men need to feel like they, they're getting the respect. You don't respect me. These cliches are very, very true. There's a, there's a, deep, there's a deep reality to that. But you know what? Many thank yous also. They, just don't, they, don't, they don't need it as much and they don't demand it as much. But if you don't give it, you're damaging yourself and you're damaging the relationship to that extent. And you know, you're damaging your, your, your hakaratov gratitude towards your husband. Right? Question? trying to think why it's so difficult for a human being to be grateful. And what I thought is, you know, the Neshama is perfectly happy up in Shemaim. It's with Hashem. And Hashem puts her down in this earth with this body that weighs it down. And it's a struggle. We heard yesterday it's a struggle. We know it's a struggle. Could that be a reason? I mean, Hashem, I mean, why, why, you know? So we mentioned two things, right? We mentioned number one was what we said last week, right, that we don't, that like, that we don't like to express right. thank you. And the, the bigger thing was that we're used to it. we take things for granted and that, that means we grow up as takers right From the t- as a little kid we come home we have dinner <laughs> right we have clothes 
you have a bad no no one's we only we, that's if a baby cries he or she knows she'll be nursed or get a, get a bottle it's, right. it's so we're growing up as takers without any gratitude babies don't express thank you right uh, you know uh, get a smile okay but it's not a real it's not our, that kind of articulate thank you right but maybe the neshama is not grateful. Does it's not natural and we're egocentric inherently? As I mentioned, if there are 28 kids that have crayons, I don't have crayons. Right. right. right? We, that's uh, uh, that's intrinsic to humans. Mm-hmm. So hakaras means hakara, stopping and appreciating the good. Mm-hmm. The, the language itself tells you how to have gratitude to stop, to recognize the good. Hakaras so rec- and takes stopping and thinking it's not it's not an automatic yeah. that's the thing it's that humans don't automatically have gratitude the more we stop and we think the more gratitude we'll have and quite frankly and this is where even if your husband's never listened to it if you want to change them and your families for the better it's contagious right just like happiness is contagious people who are happy make people happy around them people who are depressed make people depressed around them people who are angry make people angry around them Right? People of gratitude make people have gratitude around them. And you say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It creates other people say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, because it's appreciated and, and there's a, it's a revibra- a, it reverberates. Yeah. Regarding the parent child model, as the only person at the table who doesn't have children, I have heard, and you can all confirm it, that once people become parents, they become much more acutely aware of all that their parents did for them. When the role is reversed. Which is not to say that the child shouldn't say thank you as the child is a child growing up. But you have a much... You have a better more, shot. I don't yes, think. I don't, it's and there's more clarity, and you're an adult, and yeah. you can now realize you have all bet- that your parents did for you that was not. You can. I think you. Love, what did you say? Can. Yeah. Not for sure. Most. No. I don't even say. Guaranteed. I'm not, no more than that. I say most don't, which means most don't carry over that to their parents. Most people, when they when they're waking up with their kid, don't call up their parents the next day and th- say thank you for waking up for me. No, I didn't say and it changes them. But they realize. But so, what's realizing? Okay, but it's a first step. <laughs> well, uh, you're right, but they don't. It's it a first step. It's a step. Yeah, right, that's true. But it's very it's end. a very small step because you know what happens. It's There's no process here. It means it's you you have a benefit which most people don't use. I I I I I I. I, I uh, I don't see it nearly as much as it should be, which means, of course, you're able to understand more what your parents gave. That's for sure true. Mm-hmm. But the fact that more, more pe- do people articulate that thankful? Do they, do they think about it? Oh, absolutely, because some people right. But it means mm-hmm. your 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 uh, your ability to do it is greater. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is that the still vast majority of people do not. And that's and for the same reason that even though they're, they're now seeing it. Just like Mrs. Gadali said, oh, well, if you are sick, you can appreciate it. Most people who are sick after they have the flu, they just go on in life and they don't think about the flu anymore. You know, because if you don't stop and think about it, it's not... So, yeah, you wake up at 3 a.m. with your kid. Oh, my parents did this for me. Now, does that change your relationship with your parents? For the most, it doesn't. You know why? Because it doesn't translate. It's not made as, oh, this is great. You know, or you do a, you do a, a, a perfunctory thanks, mom. I remember you woke up for me at three a.m. and then and then that's it. You're done. Like I, you know, I I'm telling you last night my, my daughter was sleeping in my room because we were at his house. I she woke up. She was in a different room. It was like forty five every forty five minutes. It was like a crazy night. Uh, absolutely, and I I'll probably forget about it. I hopefully forget about it quite soon. But she'll never. I, I mean, she'll never know that. I'm not going to tell it to her. 
right? But, but one day she may she may have a safe situation. Halavah she should. Bezin Hashem. You know she's had it many times. You know in a healthy way, in a very very healthy way, right? I, I hope she'll think maybe my parents had the same thing I'm not going to tell her. oh by the way you, you, you woke 45 minutes every night you woke up I was adamant it's going to get four and a half hours of sleep and at best and you woke me up every 45 minutes so I, I'm not going to tell that to her but how many of us when we have that do we think wow oh, I mean, maybe my you know if my parents told me I can recognize it how many of us say wow my parents may have had the same thing right and most people don't so you're correct that you have the, you're, you have the ability but if you don't stop and think about it it's not going to happen and that's with our sh- parents, with our Shem, with our spouses, with our friends, all these things that demand that stopping and appreciating and translating and starting the process. Okay. So one more idea. Um, just as, this is just an idea of, of, of gratitude itself. This is about Shvi. So, another thing of how lofty having, uh, being gratitude is, you know, Lom Devi Yishayahu Perak Lamechas. It says in Yishayahu the Perak thirty-eight, chapter thirty-eight. This is when who was this great king of Israel, got very, very ill, deathly ill. He's on his deathbed. Okay, Yishayahu told him he's going to die, and then miracle, of miracles. He let his son Menashe get married. Well, he got married. He's going to eventually have Menashe from that, and he gets cured. Okay, so Mechta LeChizkiyahu. So in, in Yishayahu, anyone ever learned Yishayahu, ladies? Nobody. Isaiah, book of Isaiah. No. Have any? Are any of you going through Navi? Any of you? Have any? I, 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 I'm just going to suggest. Right, it's it's a good goal to have. It's it's a fantastic goal to get to do a certain amount of Navi every week. It's it's tragic that none of you really have or haven't learned Yeshayahu for many years, let alone ever. Or to remember that Yeshayahu, I mean, or Yirmiyahu, or Treyasar, or Daniel. I mean, this should be what you're learning. I have free time. I, I've never heard of, you know, uh, New York Times or People, or even something which is the Lama Kosher, like the Wall Street Journal, or, or, or no, I read Mishpacha. Mishpacha, Hamutia, fantastic. Hi, Mishyid, from Jew. Baruch Hashem, I don't read that other magazines. Not only the Wall Street Journal, I'm a, I'm a mishpacha person, I'm a hamadiyah. I promise you, I'm not telling you if you need a break. You get more out of life if you go to Navi than, than sitting there thinking of mishpacha and imagining that you're a holy Jew for reading mishpacha. Okay? It's a nice magazine, it's cute. You know, I, you know, I read it sometimes and I eat. But, but I mean, there's not, there's not that much there. I mean, it's like, you know, you read people's, what they do in their living room. You know, it's, or, or in Borough Park. Okay? So, I mean, you'll get much more by doing Navi. If you want to do a religious thing in free time, it should be that lady, men and ladies, you can tell your husband the same thing, you give men the same hard time, to finish Navi. I mean, this should be a goal for us all, to go through Navi, to, to be fluent in, in the Anshay Tanakh, the Nashim of Tanakh. Right? And if you have a hard time with the Hebrew, I have great news, fantastic news, art scroll translated it all. You can get, you can get the whole set in art scroll with commentaries, I mean, this is how a Jew lives. To go through, and if and if you want to even be better, learn it with your husbands. Fantastic, because they can also learn. <laughs> trust me, right? Fantastic, right? It'll be fantastic to do this. Right? I'm not knocking Mishpacha or Hamadia. I am knocking the New York Times and San Francisco Chronicle. But 
I'm not knocking. There's, there's fine things, but it's not. There's no mitzvah to read those things. Really, there's not. You should know the news. So if you have to look it over some basic news, it's great. I think it's important to know the news. Important to have a, a vibe of what's going on in the world. All important things. But there's not a himimucha and a mezuma and a likrois. It's a mishpocha magazine. And now I've, I've, I've made it. That's not that you made it, right? Making it is davening, tanach, gratitude. Those are the important things uh, in life. And learning novi is important. The Pasuk says in Yishayahu, Mechta lechizkiyahu melech Yehuda v'chaloisi v'yichi mechayo Ani amarti So Eliyahu, Chizkiyahu said this letter when he got healed from his sickness. Ani amarti b'dmai yame alcha v'shayishal I thought it was going to the grave it was, with my days shortened Pakati yasushna I kind of gave up my rest of my life. Amarti lo'ara Hashem I said I won't see God. Whew! I'm not going to see God. Why won't I see God? Hashem be'eretz chaim. God is in the land of life. Lo abit adam oid miyoshvichadol. I won't see any more people of the inhabitants of the earth. Says Rabbi David Kimchi, the great great Radak. Amarti lo era Hashem. I'm not going to see God. Of course, you're going to see God. He's going to the world to come. <laughs> He's talking Chizkiyahu Melech Yehu. You know Chizkiyahu. Could have been Mashiach, the, the, the Gemara says. Okay, Cheskiel could have been Mashiach. He's gonna. You think he's not gonna go to Gan Eden to Olam Abba? You see, he'll be up there in Kol Hashem. I'm not gonna see God. That's what he says. Pir Shabenu Sadi says that the Radak quotes of Sadi Gaid. Inyan Haida, I won't be able to thank Hashem. Vinachon who means in the thanking Hashem in this world because there it's gonna be automatic in the world to come. But to stop and think and thank Hashem. To stop and cogitate, contemplate, ruminate, ponder, and to thank Him, that's only in this world. Right, where, where it's up to me to be able to thank Hashem. God is a, a God where it's to an extent hidden. We say, The God's Seyser. He's up in, in, in the refuge of above. How do we see God? This, this is the thing here. Cheskiah says, I'm not going to be able to see God anymore. And where does the Radak quote of Sadi go? I'm going to thank God. Which tells us, how do you see God in this world? Thanking Him. You want to see Hashem, you got to stop and think about how God helps you. Right? Hashem is in your ドラマミルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルル
you're living here, you have no job. Every day, every day, you get food sent to you, your house cleaned, okay, you know, dry cleaners delivered all to you, and it's from your father in in uh, Yishalayim, okay, your mother, your parents in Yishalayim. If you never stop and think about it, right? what, do, you, do, you, do you fear your parents? No. You're not going to even think about your parents. All you think about is your life. You're very, remember, we're egocentric. I got to exercise today. I got to walk today. I got to do this today. I got to do this today. I got to cook for Shabbos. Ooh, I got to cook for Shabbos. It's very consuming. Right? Having to hear cooking for Shabbos. You, mean, you never think about Hashem the whole time. Right? I got to do this. I got to feed my baby. I got to take my kids to school. I got to talk with my friends. I got to go to show work. I got I mean, you can literally not feel Hashem. But if you stop and think about it, for sure, it's totally good. There are people who tell me they don't feel Hashem. You know why? They don't think Hashem. Right? If you think Hashem, you'll feel Hashem all over your life. So again, let's go back to that husband who comes home. He doesn't, he doesn't, his wife, he doesn't appreciate his wife. You know why? He doesn't feel his wife. His wife, literally, like, is she's makes him this garlic chicken, potatoes, string beans, lemon, three, three ice cream. No, actually, actually, no. Um, if my wife's listening to this, you know what I like. Right? Hey? <laughs> right? No, good, sweet chicken, garlic chicken. No, so, uh, that's why we never have garlic chicken in my house. It's always sweet. Thanks to my, my Tzadikis. No, uh, seriously. I mean, you stop it. The husband's sitting there getting all this. Wife puts on makeup, cleans up the house. Kids made a bahala, right? And, you know, and all of a sudden, like, the husband doesn't. Was what? Well, well, she doesn't do. You know, here the wife did everything. If you don't stop and think and smile, you're not going to appreciate it. How he makes a living. Goes and comes home, run, goes running, does this. You're not doing anything for me. <laughs> what do you mean, you're not doing anything for me? And he gets upset. Right? What do you mean? Uh, how I do you think you, you know, there's no appreciation. It's, it's taken for granted. It's taken for granted. Taken for granted. Terrible. Hashem. You want to feel Hashem, you have to thank Hashem. You want to see Hashem. You want to see Hashem. Little is Hashem. You got to thank Hashem. A person who doesn't go deep into thanking Hashem, Hamakif Osomi Kotsad, surrounding him at all levels, Roya's Atzmurakikli Katan, Shefa Teva Adar, to give so much good, Loyavans is a Kamashinachapi. You can't appreciate what it means to see Hashem in your life. Right? You can't appreciate, means if you haven't experienced this it's like that it's hard to do person never a per- okay Baruch Hashem thank you it's it's literally I, if I cannot explain I mean honestly to someone who never had a Yom Kippur what it means to be in the Elah if, if you're especially in a place like Amacha where Elah is real right you cannot unless you've been there it's not it's not, it's not describable I, you know, to to somebody who hasn't had the privilege of being at Shema Yisrael and Hashem looking at you, that's a whole day of Yom Kippur, and literally you feel that the the the, the room is rocking, right, with fear of Hashem and yearning to get close to Hashem, right. You cannot put that into words. Well, a person who never felt 
what it means to see Hashem in this world, to feel Hashem in that life, you, it's a different galaxy. It's a different, it's a different world. Right? To, to see and feel Hashem, and the only way you get there, right, just like a great marriage. I've seen marriages that could cry for them, because they're good people. But they, they just lack that hakar, that gratitude, the communication skills. And you have two people who don't even know what a blissful marriage is. Bliss. Marriage could be mamish gavaldik. Somebody asked me last night what mamish meant. Right? Anyone know? Out of curiosity? Truly. Truly. Right? Truly great. There we go. Right? Marriage could be mamish gavaldik. Truly great. Truly fantastic. Spectacular. We have two people. And... Oh, they get along. They don't throw any pots and pans. They're not going to per- not going to clinics or therapies. No scars, no wounds. And even they have a nice date once in a while. But it's bland, horrid. Right? Instead of now, no marriage in the real life is all songs and dances. That's not you know. Uh, the, the reality is it takes hard work and all that. That's for sure true. <laughs> I still imagine a marriage is like you know. Like, you know, the violin's playing the whole time. That's not also, right? But real marriage is bliss, which means it's kishmak. Just like a relationship with Hashem, by the way, it's not always bliss. There are times of darkness, right? I think, you know, the times where you feel, ah, I can't do this anymore. And you, and you, but the relationship with Hashem is one of feeling Hashem in your life, right? right? Feeling Hashem in your life. It's a different galaxy. Right? And the more a person stops and has a car satayv, Change a person's life completely. I mean, radically. It's it's it, and it's incomparable. The person who's tasted that and not a makatayv person who has gratitude to Hashem. You can't stop saying words. You say nishmas kolchai. You ever see the words of nishmas? You want to taste the words of nishmas kolchai? They're half love of fellow. Unbelievable. Like God, I don't have the words to thank you. And you start sit there saying the words of nishmas. Right? And you're bursting with it. You know? Bursting with, with, with appreciation, right? For, for what God gives you in this world. You see what Hashem gives me. Right? You're, you're excited, you're passionate, you're enthused. Seeing God in this world, seeing God in your lives, in our personal lives. Feeling Hashem in our lives is haidah. The path to get there is gratitude. Thanking Hashem. Recognizing Hashem. Stopping to appreciate Him. Maidim. As you bow down after thinking about what Hashem did for me. Daibazef. A person that can do this. Rabbi said this week, ladies, this week, our, 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 our work is appreciating Hashem in life. Really that Hashem loves us. And if we stop and feel Hashem's love, and there's so much in all of our daily lives. Hashem loves us. Do you know what that means? Hashem is constantly giving us. Right? And if we feel Hashem's love, then it will change our lives. We'll be able to love Hashem. We'll be able to feel Hashem. And it will change our whole avoidance of Hashem. It will change our whole service of Hashem. But the only way, the only way to get there, whether you follow my piece of advice, which is to do it by Maidim, which is not my unique piece of advice, or piece of advice that many great people have said, or at any other time during the day, is to stop and think and appreciate and to thank Hashem for all of the many personal gifts that he gives us every moment of the day. Okay? Yes. That's why we're not enough, I don't know, enough to tell me. Yeah, I'm four years ago. That's in speech. See? I heard something. You heard something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
Okay. Right, right, so I, right, right. We spoke about so that, yeah, you Mo Dei, I, I right. heard you say Mo Dei. When we spoke about Parshas Bo, we were talking about the gratitude, uh, prelude, right? We said that when you really think about the first words we say every day, or Mo Dei, that that's how it if we start our day with Ani, it's a different start of the day, right? That's a different galaxy. So there's two places. So you have Modei, but Modi is... I think Modi, when you bow, I think, I'll tell you why Modi is better. Modi Ani, you're still a little groggy. You know, you're getting up out of bed. You know, you know, you still have to rinse your eyes out. So you know, wash your face. Also, I mean, you're in Shimon it's 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 a point of reverence, you know, at that point. So, again, if Modi Ani works for you, I'm not telling you, is a, is a suggestion. <laughs> but what's not a suggestion, and what, what, what must be done, is that we stop and recognize Hashem in our lives. That's, if that, that we gotta do. The question is where, when and how we do it, there's no, how many suggestion what's built into the day. You know? If you, when you walk, you take a walk in the day, and you stop and outside and look at the sky, and you appreciate your hands, and you're, you're feeling, you're talking, you think about your, your friends, and your relatives, and your personal, intimate relationships, and that motivates you to think, Hashem, call, call, that's great, you know? There are people, there are tzaddiki, went to the mountaintops, or to the forest, you know, whatever you need. <laughs> but, you gotta do it every day. Right? Yeah, I mean, just like a husband, now let's go back to, now the husband heard my lecture. You heard my lecture, and he gets that garlic chicken with the green beans, <laughs> and the potatoes, and the lemonade, and you know what happens? He comes and says, sweetie, I appreciate you so much. Thank you. You are the best. And he goes on. But you know what happens? He says it. And he does it the next day. But by day three, or by day four, he's still not said it already. How many times I got to say this already? Right? So obviously with Hashem, it's not, like, it's not enough to do it once. Or twice. You know why? Because she's still sweetie every day. Right? It's a daily thing. And we have to thank Hashem every day. That means every day we have to stop and think what Hashem does for us. Okay, we'll hold here. I'll pick up next. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.